Mate, we covered three states today. Yeah, we did. And the thing that I took out of it is that the the Brisbane Carnival is really starting to heat up. Yeah. That's all, that's all I really care about, let's be honest. Yeah, absolutely. And in probably the feature race of the day, um, full credit to the sponsors of that race as well. Um, but I think I've found one of the great get-out-of-the-casino bets of all time, and you'll actually be able to see that on my Ned's profile this weekend as well. Yes, uh, the Ned's profile is great, mate. Um you know, if you want to follow us in, if you followed uh, us in last week, you would have found a couple that's for sure. Maybe you find some more this week at some value, but uh, if you don't want to do that, that's fine. But still, you can do everything else with the Neds app. You can get weird and exotic as well with the Neds same race multi. And, you know, there's no one else I'd rather bet with heading into the Brisbane Winter Carnival. Well, they also have a black book feature there, so you can black book ones for these prep runs into their grand finals. They have the futures markets there. You can do all that good stuff mm-hmm. with the good people at Neds. Mm-hmm. Damn right. But what are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Beats. I like this part. Yeah, look, I've been looking forward to this all week, let me tell you. 100%. And we're back. Spelling season. Uh, no no guests this week, but that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Um, but Get that on the big jobs. You do, mate, you do. But we'll have some... James Healy, pull your finger out. Um, we'll get him on soon uh, to have a chat about all things about our filly. We got an update about her today, actually. We did, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, Brad mentioned going up and visiting her, so let's do that. Yeah. Duh. We probably should just interview him up there, to be honest. That would probably make more sense. That would actually make more sense. So, yeah, Heels, if you're listening, um, let's sort something out. I know you're a busy boy, but we're really keen to have you on. Mm. Uh so Defcon Mink is Philly. Um, she is apparently, by the looks of it, and from the feedback we're receiving, she's not mature yet. Not no, by, not by long stretch. That that is what I gathered from uh, the email reading between the lines. But there seems to be some positivity around what her frame could be. Yes, which is great. It is great. And talking about other positive stuff, mate. How good are our golden girls? At uh, the Olympics. The the shoulders of all of our female athletes must be terribly sore because the blokes have only just started to pull their <laughs> finger out. They've been useless. Uh, harsh. <laughs> How about who's the bloke that won today? Um, uh, Churchy Boy uh, won the 200 metres breaststroke. Oh, it's not even on here. Is it not? He's Came. got. Um, and our men won the rowing, didn't yeah. they? Oh, look, I yeah. was being harsh, but um, no, that. The girls in the pool, especially, have been unbelievable. Um, yeah, it's 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 funny. So we've we just won our eighth gold, um, and we only won eight golds for the entirety of the Rio Olympics. So, crikey, we're trending well. We're trending nicely, and we should have another one locked up with the four by two hundred in the chicks. That happened today, and we got bronze. Oh, did we? So first, second, and third all broke the world record. China, wow. China beat it by a body length, mate. Hectic. Okay. I thought that was on later, but yeah, right. There you go. There's been a bit on, mate. Learning stuff in real time. Yeah, mate, there's been a bit on. And um, I've really enjoyed watching the Olympics the last few days. The Boomers last night, 
been watching been watching the Boomers. They've been great. Paddy Mills from the three point line goggles on. You love to see it. <laughs> um, my cousin is married to Maria Faye, who is in the beach volleyball team. They won yesterday as well. Um, so good to see they're going well too. It's it's all happening, which is fantastic. And um, I actually did some research about um, how elite Australia are. Yeah, go on. Because the top five nations, they have quite dense populations. Oh, God, yeah. So if they wanted to be on par with us, they would have to win a shitload more medals. Mm. So China is, I think they're leading, they're up top with, I think, about 14 golds. Um, But I did this on a population per medal tally. So China, 99 million per uh, gold medal. Right, okay. So three uh, – what's that? Five Australias, four Australias. Yeah. United States, they're second on 13, uh, 13 golds, 25 million per gold. Okay, yeah. So one Australia. Japan, the host nation. So the host nation usually just, you know, gets a sprinkling more of uh, – Yeah, we, you know. we came fourth in Sydney in 2000. We did pretty well. Yeah. <clears throat> so 9.7 million for Japan per okay. gold. Yeah, not bad. Going to leave Australia last. Yeah, okay. Russia, so they're not competing under the Russian flag, but they're still competing. Figure that out. And yeah, it's then a bizarre scenario. <clears throat> 12.6 million for each gold. Okay. And then Australia, 3.1 million per gold. How good? Knocking me out of the park. Yeah, oh, mate, we're just a nation of athletes. By the stats I'm seeing, we're at least – three times better than the host nation themselves. Yeah. And we've always been – we always punch above our weight at the Olympics. We always have. We're a nation of athletes. And when, you, when you're growing up and you're, you know, you're basking in the beautiful, glorious weather that we have most of the year round, there's a lot of water activities that we're privy to that a lot of other nations aren't. And, and as a result, we tend to be pretty good at them. But it's just the – I reckon it's just the ticker, mate, the Aussie ticker, the Aussie spirit. And – um yeah, look, it's been it's been unreal, and I think I think we'll have a really successful Olympics if we can finish in the top five, mate. That's unreal. Well, yeah, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. I think Mac Horton still to swim, is he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and with no Sun Yang cheating his way to a gold, surely he'll be uh, he'll be right up there. So, uh, yeah, loving the Olympics. Before when it when it started, I was like, eh, mm. and then I just. I got right into it. I'm loving it. Oh, it's awesome. I just love watching all the different sports um, Yeah, that you never usually would watch. No. And you know what? Cheering home a swimmer is a lot like cheering home an horse. <laughs> kick, kick, kick. Come on, Kyle. Kick. Come on, Kyle. Kick, get oh. over the top of him. Get over the top of him. Yeah. And um, uh. Ariana Titmus, the Terminator from Tasmania. Mate. She's an absolute threat. Her she coach. Oh. Behaves like a punter who's just won the bloody quaddie. Australian of the year. Oh god, yeah. He's yeah, he's unbelievable. Kind of, ha- kind of bit cr- uh, uh, Kieran Ma about him. Yeah, he does have some Kieran Ma like characteristics. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That was such a hoot. And just within an hour, the amount of quality memes <laughs> I saw, um, it flooded my social media. But let's leave the Olympics there. Uh, Brisbane, twenty thirty two as well. So. We'll be the host. Uh, we'll probably be like commentating on the Olympics by then. So yeah, maybe equestrian. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> mate. Dressage. Yeah, mate, you could see you could see some absolute elite horses uh, in the equestrian by then. Shitark was giving it a good crack. Isn't he? Speaking of. Speaking of. <laughs> this week, our spelling season, we're, we're kind of indulging in some of our favourite calls of all time. So it's the greatest calls of all time, according to us. And we've ch- we're chucking in some Olympics in there as well. So we're going to do a hybrid of horse racing and the Olympics as well. But And because we've got a brand new little mixer here. The Roadcaster. No Spono. No Spono. Happy for you to come on. But um, <laughs> we can actually bring this audio to you through the magic of technology. So number five. I reckon we'll just let the audio do the talk. Yeah, I reckon. Here. I reckon so, mate. Arrows on the inside, cop and Eiffel can't go with them. And in turn behind those between runners, will we own a Tijan on the inside? Lindell Dainty and at the tail in the field, we're looking about He's five or six metres to Boomerowie boy. I think we're going here. I think we're going here. Leading the way, it's a liar. Rose leads by two metres in second placing. No, I don't think I'll get through this. Hello, Yatesy, where are you? We need you, mate. In front of Liar Rose, down the outside, trying hard, was one step closer, <laughs> but Liar Rose wins. Second placing, we own a teach, and I think, or on the inside, cop and Eiffel. You know what that is, mate. That's Aussie ticker. Just making sure that you finish the job when you have to. Oh, mate. I remember the first time I saw that. Can you remember when Vossi was still with Channel 9 mm. and he had a segment on the NRL footy show called Stuff You May Have Missed? Yeah. So that's the first time I saw it. And that would have been oh, 10 years ago, I reckon, maybe maybe in 2010. Well, that's when the YouTube video is from. But I was watching it with Dad and the two of us, mate, were, were actually <laughs> crying, like with laughter. It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And, and for you people at home – who want to check it out, literally just YouTube horse caller, uh, horse race caller loses his voice and it's one of the first things. It is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Oh, and I don't, I couldn't even tell you what horse won that trice race. <laughs> I think it was a liar rose. <laughs> I think we're gone here. <laughs> oh. All right. Oh, I don't think I'm going to make it. <laughs> Next one. So this one brings a tear to my eye. Oh, man. I reckon this is Bruce McAvaney's absolute – Top-notch job. It's his best ever. Kathy Freeman in the Sydney Olympics, bringing home gold in the 400 metres. Away, Freeman out well. A mighty roar. How good's the full body suit? Mate, aerodynamics, every every little bit helps. Mm. 400 metres, brutal. Oh, so brutal. It's basically just a sprint. And imagine the, so the lead-up to this, most pressure on of any athlete that we have because mm. Ian Thorpe was smashing world records as a 17-year-old and she won silver at the Atlanta Games four years earlier. So just listen to Bruce give this uh, a ride. Kathy lifting. He just – I don't think there is a person on this earth that loves sport more than Bruce. Yeah, I yeah, I, I, I can't disagree with that. He's he's unreal. Just his knowledge of sport 
uh, as a as a whole and his ability to pick the moment and to say the right thing at the right time. Mm. Like what a what a repertoire. So that's athletics, obviously. Mm. Uh, horse racing, AFL. What else has he commentated on? Um, I think he's done a whole bunch of stuff. Well, he was the he was the basically main main guy when it came to the Olympics mm. for probably three or four of them, if not more. Oh, I think he's done. Yeah, more than that. I think he goes right back to like the eighties. Yeah, say. right. Yeah, he's, he's quite old, but yeah, he just has a knack for calling. But um, can you remember that in two thousand? Uh, I remember the Olympics. I don't remember the race. Yeah, I, I remember the race yeah. pretty clearly. Yeah, I can't really remember the call, but yeah. man, I got tingles. Yeah, just watching that. That's yeah. unreal. It's like, and the huge thing was I watched the documentary of um the Sydney Olympics. It's on YouTube if you wanted to yeah. watch it. It's like an hour and a half long or something. They basically go through like all these different events. So the triathlon was the. So I think the host nation is able to like introduce new sports to each one. And um, yeah, triathlon was what the Sydney Olympics brought to the table. Oh, okay. There you go. It's like, it's a great addition. It's a great, Mm. I would never watch the triathlon if it was just like a Sunday afternoon, but at the Olympics. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. It's unbelievable what those athletes do. Anyway, they go through all the different ones and then they had the, um, the pole vaulters and there was an Aussie, Chick who was going up about against uh, an American chick. Oh, what's her name? She was a Russian. Yeah, had like a Russian background. Yeah. She, you know what? She runs, you know, on Racecourse Road that Gelato place. Yeah, she owns that. Yeah, right. Yeah, I can't remember what her name is though. Far out. That's there you go. There you go. A woman of many talents. Some local knowledge for you. Yeah. Mm. But um, yeah, she Kathy finishes and the and she did a, a victory lap. And the pole vaulter from America, she was like, the crowd just lifted behind her, and she's like, I just imagined that they were cheering for me, and then she just got o- got over the pole vault, and then yeah, she won gold. There you go, hectic, yeah, yeah crazy. I can't wait for it, mate. It's gonna be so sick. Mm. All right, number three on our list now. Far out. If you're a horse racing fan, you know this call mm. and you know and you have to love the golden tonsils of Darren Flindell. The Dali TJ Smith Stakes, can Chautauqua create history with I think a third win? They're all set Maybe. and they're off and racing. And a great line out, the favourite Russian Revolution, the first in a stride. Phil Swift jumped very well, so did Malakura. And Japanese was right up with the leaders. English a lot closer in fifth. Have you seen the footage of Gay Waterhouse cheering home English? Up until the last 20 metres, he looked on. Well back in the field, there is Terra Vista as they find their positions. Darren the outside. Look how far back he is. Further back then to Spieth, Rebel Dane. Incredible Two lengths behind them last. It's Russian Revolution in front from Phil Swift. Then Malaguira, English Coming is creeping closer on the fence. Further back to Japanese. Coming around the band. The Still They're three, two to three off. Stern. It's Tommy Berry's hard up. riding. Came Tavachi from Voodoo he Land. doesn't look comfortable. Darren's out very deep. Chitak was Darren. still last. Fell swoop goes up the inside of Russian goes. Revolution. Stride for stride. Fell swoop. Russian Revolution. English comes off heels. Second and last the mirror is starting to let English down. English looks English goes after Fell swoop. Stark Russian Revolution's run his race. Further back to Voodoo Land. Here he comes. It's English and Fell Swift fighting it out. Chautauqua very late. It's English a half length in front. Can he do it? Chautauqua, he's flying. Yes, 
There's history. Chautauqua makes it three in a row. That is unbelievable. He got up to beat English in fell swoop. Then Tavachi, Voodoo Lad. Gorgeous Russian horse. Revolution, Malaguera. Darren, Rebel Dane, a stern Japanese man. Chautauqua, he's, he's flying. Yes. <laughs> I reckon Darren might have had a sneaky coin on Chautauqua that day. Oh, I think so. <laughs> hey, he's, you know, I'm going to commentate history and I'm going to I'm going to call it like I have money on this horse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's like, I'm calling this like my entire house depends <laughs> on it. <laughs> yeah. I'm financially invested in this result. Yeah. Um, no, it's incre- an incredible call and, you know, we could – we could pick a ton of his. Oh, yeah. Um, we could do a list just with his calls. Uh, but that's the one that probably stands out the most. Yeah, I think so. And for punters alike, mate. But this, the next one, I hope you didn't actually watch this last night and I hope you actually don't know it. I hope this is the first time you've ever seen it. It is. This is unbelievable. This is Ray Warren calling Susie O'Neill breaking the world record in the 200-meter butterfly, not even at the Olympics, in the Olympic trials. Now, this record was uh, still intact for 19 years before this race. Mate, this is this is Rabs at his absolute best. So it was a 20-year-old record yeah. leading into this. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Gee, where's Mad Am Butterfly? Yeah. Mm. Well, let's just let's let Rabs tell the story here, mate. Go so on, Rabs. we're, we're t- coming in at the last 100, so they're about to do their little tumble turns, which isn't that impressive? <laughs> yeah, it is impressive, mate. Yeah. All right, here we go. Really comfortable. She looks controlled. Let's look at the 100-metre split. 10024. She's done that without it costing her too much in energy. Last night, Susie was a second outside world time. Now she's a second under it. Keep going, Susan, my girl. <laughs> For three a second, and forget the other girls, they are doing well. But the sinister of all eyes is the great Phantom Butterfly. Butterfly is the Susie alpha strike. Yeah. Thomas will not go away. What you're looking Petrie for here Thomas is to see the, the length of her stroke. She needs to keep having those ankles come out of the water and a nice long stroke. One thirty-three six nine split time. She is a second underneath it. She can do it. Susie O'Neill can do it. Ooh, the crowd. The vital final lap. She's a length in front. Thomas is second. She's still pushing her. It's O'Neill in front. 0.98 in front of world time. There's the line again. It's wearing her down. O'Neill in front of it. The line is getting her. O'Neill's in front of it. The line coming at her. Hang on, Susie. Hang on, Susie. Five to go. You're going to do it, are you? Susie. Yes. 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 She's done it. How good is that? Her dream has been realised. There's a husband with family in the crowd. Oh, my God. How good, good is Ray Warren? Mate. He, do you know what? He called it like he was one of us. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Go, Susie, my girl. <laughs> the great Madam Butterfly. <laughs> Susie O'Neill, she's flying. <laughs> Mate. Butterfly is a pain in the ass. You've got to be elite. Well, all right. So this, I reckon this sums it up. So obviously with the coverage this week, Ian Thorpe, who I think he's coming into his own because at the start he was jumbling over his words like one of the best, like like us pretty much. Oh, God, yeah. Um, but he's coming into his own. And um, I think he was watching the Hungarian 
guy who he either beat Phelps at the last Olympics or he just lost to him. Right. Um, and he's the current world record holder. He's an absolute freak. He's, mm. They were saying, like, if there was any medal guaranteed at the Olympics this year, it was that guy winning the 200-meter butterfly. Yeah, okay. Like he's, he's, like, three lengths better than everyone else. Gee whiz. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, and Ian was going, like, um, yeah, people usually say that, you know, butterfly is one of the – one of the hardest strokes or the hardest stroke is like, it's actually, it's actually one of the easiest. It's all about momentum. Like Ian, <laughs> you were the best to ever do it for freestyle, mate. Surely <laughs> that's the easiest. Ian, not all of us are blessed. <laughs> no. With basically two flippers instead of feet. Mate, that, that photo that you sent through to the group chat, you are like, oh. you had a bit of a dig at Ian's fashion choice. <laughs> Mate. I was like, leave the poor guy be, the Olympic Olympic hero. <laughs> what I couldn't take my eyes off was those bloody Air Force Ones. Yeah, well, I could It was a strange choice because he had a brown pinstripe suit with Air Force Ones and it, it wasn't a – it wasn't I – I think he bought it off the rack. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't exactly tailored. No. Uh, to be fair to Ian, um, Nike actually created the torpedo, especially <laughs> for him, because they didn't make uh, shoes big enough to fit his feet. He's got absolute flippers, mate. They're enormous. Yeah, size 18s mm. and the rest. Um, yeah, so because – and I've chucked I've chucked in a few extras here just yeah, to indulge. On. Just to indulge. So we couldn't do Ray Warren if um, – just on swimming. Like that, I think that's his best call ever. Like, what's he? What's he known for though? Rugby league. <laughs> More specifically, his call oh. in the 2015 grand oh. final of the Brisbane Broncos playing the Cowboys. Taken to ground. Twelve out. One to go. The greatest Tackle grand final five. of all time. This is the last. Tackle it's bounced away to Thurston. Comes up Blair. Got rid of Blair. Pushes away from the cover. Good JT. Six Morgan. seconds ago, look at Morgan. Morgan. Draws three, the bang. Stella loves it. Long is load. What an incredible game. Well, if you I remember where I was. Yeah. Well, if you don't believe in fairy tales, we yeah. might see the giant fairy tale of all What I always remember about right Kyle Felt scoring in the corner is Darius Boyd's just 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 collapsed yeah. under his weight, just in absolute despair. I think there's another angle as well <clears throat> of Sam Thiday doing the exact same thing. Mm. It's like, oh, well, it's JT. He's going to kick it. Yeah. Well, have the follow-up here of Rabs just giving a bit of a – Bit of a summary of what what's about to happen. JT. Four times Dally M player of the year. <laughs> Golden boot winner. Oh, I love you, JT. Four times players player of the year. Kennedy. It looks yeah. to me as ours oh. taken the steel work. Do you reckon everyone was gone for JT in the, in the commentary box? <laughs> Oh, bastard. Wow. What else can this grand final provide? Wow. Rory cross Jason. It was curling back. Curling back as it always does for Thurston. Curling back. Seeing his slow-mo 
bang. Reaction he stays down. He looks up. It's coming. It's coming. It's leaning. Throws his hand up. Oh, he was going to say yes. <laughs> what about that, Gordon Tallis? I would have been the gr- No, nah, we'll leave Gordy there. <laughs> Gordy? Yeah. Working for Channel 9 back in those days. Yeah. He's um, going to the dark side. Oh, mate. Unbelievable. So, mm. yeah, Rabs. He's, he's got, still got to be my, one of my favourites. Um, <sighs> now, this list couldn't be – we couldn't have a, a list like this without our, our favourite girl, Winks. Look at her. Look at the clip of her. Oh, she's just absolutely gorgeous. And um, oh, I forgot – I had a mind blank on the caller. Matt Hill. <laughs> um, who is doing some of his best work in the rowing. He is actually. Yeah. I was going to mention that to you. Yeah. But let him just – Turnbull, probably her best win, um, comes from the clouds. But, yeah, let's Matty Hill take the Runs and they were followed by Tally and Wink sticking towards the inside but trying to pick up some ground. Trap for Fools has the running of the 300 metres. John Stowe back to the inside. Kings will dream. There's a gap for Wink. She's going to have to explode. Trap for Fools at the 200. Kings will dream back to the inside. Wink's down the middle. Kings will dream at the 100. It's getting desperate. Now Wink's is storming home. Wink's over the top. Oh, she's too good. The can't beat her. Wink's has won it by a leak. Like she was in desperate trouble there. She's still one by length. Oh, she's something incredible. We'll never see the likes of her ever again. What so? And I know we, we talk about this all the time, and I've said this to you a thousand times. What makes her so special is how quickly she got through her canter and her stride. It was incredible how quickly she could. It's just a freak of nature. That's yeah, what she was. 100%. Now, I hope you haven't seen this. I might have actually shown you this previously. Um, I, I watched this game. Yeah. And, but I haven't since watched it, I don't think. Okay. So I hope you haven't seen this. I swear I swear I would have shown this to you. You probably have, yeah. yeah. But this is uh, the 2016 grand final between Sydney and the Western Bulldogs. Western Bulldogs uh, putting away about a 60-year drought from memory um, against the Swans. So this is – this is the moment of the grand final that everyone remembers. So Buddy Franklin going for a for a kick, Dale Morris tackles, Tom Boyd, much maligned, but should have won the Norm Smith that day. Um, they took a huge risk on him, signed him. He basically won them a premiership. Then he left for mental health reasons. But Brian Taylor, this, so this isn't the Channel 7 call. This is the Triple M call because he loses his mind. And it's unbelievable. That's a nine-point margin. Hunter back inside 50 with a kick gobbled up here by the Swans. Handball comes out to Callum Mills. He looks back inside with a sizzling little low drop bunt. Here's Buddy Franklin knocked away by Morris. Couldn't mark it. Naismith Kennedy handball out to Buddy. Buddy tackled by Morris. Dropping the ball. Boyd took the advantage of played on from inside the centre square. Boyd's kicked the goal. Boyd's kicked the goal from inside the centre what a tackle those guys 
He's a big boy, isn't he? Oh, that was when Triple M was at its absolute peak. <laughs> yeah, oh it was. my god, JB, JB, uh, Spud, rest in peace. Um, I think Gary Lyon. It might have even been. I reckon that might have been his last game. Right, for, um, Triple M as well. So, oh yeah, just dropping a big f bomb <laughs> <laughs> on air. So good, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah. he just loses his mind. No, that's that's good, man. That's that's yeah. unreal. Uh, the last honourable mention that we have before we get into our number one. So we've had about five or six <laughs> honourable mentions yeah. here. But uh, Maccabi Diva. Now, Greg Miles. It, he famously talked to uh, Bruce McAvaney before it, before the race, I think a week before or something. He's like, so what it wouldn't have been a week before because Cox played. So it was probably like the weekend before, probably Derby Day. Yep. And he goes, so for the Diva, mate, have you, have you got a line ready? And he's like, no, I haven't even thought about that. He's like, well, you better because that's going to be shown for generations to come. So premeditated, but he absolutely nails it. This gives me goosebumps each time I see it. She she was unreal. And back behind them, here's McKay Diva. A nation roars for a hero. She's starting to wind up. 300 left to go now. McKay Diva's racing up. Envoy's trying to go with her. They've got to Portland Singer and Lachlan River. Here comes like a falcon. and back. But a champion becomes a legend. Oh, she was gorgeous, Maccabi. Just a tough horse, mate, and and to do it at that weight. 60 kilos, 59. Mm, Yeah, top weight in a Melbourne Cup, three in a row. She was giving, I think, two to three kilos away from the rest of the field at least. Yeah. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, that was her last ever run as well. So, yeah, three-time Melbourne Cup winner and a Cox Plate winner. And she won the Cox Plate, uh, what, a week ago? Yeah. Nine days before that. Unbelievable. So, yeah, the Melbourne Cup that year was an afterthought. <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> Special girl. Right, number one. This is my favourite call of all time. Greg Miles again. Now, what we're talking about this because we've chucked this in for our Lab Brokes um, articles, which we do each week, um, special interest blog that we do. Uh, search Lab Brokes blog and go down to the special interest section. You'll see some stuff that we put in there. But Lonro winning the uh, Australia Cup. So, mate, I had a look back on Lonro's career. 35 starts, 26 wins, nine group ones. Yeah, mate, he's an incredible horse. Unbelievable. Dad's favourite. He was unbelievable. Gorgeous. Gorgeous horse. Um, still had his nuts. Still has his nuts. Mm. Yeah. So he's just putting out little Lomros everywhere. Little liars. Yeah. <laughs> Sake. Sake Lomro. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, the 2004 Australia Cup, um, I think it was his second last – it was his last run in Melbourne. Um, and, yeah, Greg Miles – why we put this in instead of Maccabi Diva was because this was just off the dome. This is just something that he came up with on the spot. Wasn't premeditated. Wasn't yeah. premeditated. So what he does here, it is unbelievable. So we're picking it up at the start, start of the straight. So um, before Lonro gets in desperate trouble, mm. 
Kybe Diva, the jewel, dropped out last. Physique, the leader in the straight from Mummify. There's the gap coming for Lonro. Sound action tries to Double. pocket him. Beatman in a bit of trouble trying to force through. He got checked, the champ. And Sound action hit the front now from Mummify. Lonro, the champion's in desperate trouble. Delzeo's gone past him. 150 to go. He's got to the outside. Delzeo in front. The crowd roaring. Go, Lonro, go. But the three-year-old's in front. Delzeo. Lonro, he's coming. He's going to get there. Yes! What a champion! What a way to go! He beat Delzeo. Elstrom is third, and they were followed close. The crowd's yelling, "Go, Long Row, go!" And they were. Oh, unbelievable! You actually like if you listen to it again, you actually hear the crowd like when he gets over the line, the crowd just erupts. Mm. Insane. I wonder what price he was that day. I think he was pretty short. He would have held a lot of punters' yeah. money, obviously, but. Yeah. Um, no, like, he was he was special horse. Like Maccabi D was back on the fence there. Yeah, like she, she went further. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I think she did. She was a springtime filly anyway. Yeah, man. Yeah, she she, she knew when to turn it yeah, on. Yeah, so, special girl. Yeah, Monroe. He, he was a he was a man for any season. Yeah, he's a real punter's horse, Monroe. Yeah, um, great ticker. I don't think he ever lost. Um, twice in a row. So if he lost the race, he'd win the next one. Wow. Okay. Mm. There's a start. But that's all she wrote, mate. So yeah. mate, lots of fun. So much fun. Um, we might even do this again, just like of horses that we love, and basically over the last four to five years that we've been taking a very close interest, and uh, we might even do that. As a, as a top five or something. Yeah. Horses we have a bit of a love affair with. Mm. Um, everyone knows what mine is. But, <laughs> yeah, there's, that's a great shout, mate. And, yeah, maybe horses that, you know, from the last four or five years, yeah, like you said, um, because there's some classics that, you know, obviously we love. Yeah. Um, can we include Winks in our list or not? Oh, we'll just have to do a different race. And <laughs> she mows down Fox play. Ooh. That was unbelievable. Cheer who? Uh, but, yeah, that's it. Um, thank you for having us. It's always a pleasure, never a chore. But, uh, yeah, mate, we'll catch everyone next week. Until next time. Hooroo.